0: Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, June 18th, 2019. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen.
1: I'm Jared. This is Ian.
0: On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in live, you can do so by joining our Patreon page, which will allow allow you to... Join Discord in our channel where we record, and you can chat with us, text to us live while we record. Or, if you would like, you can go to Facebook.com slash ProfaneArg and click the group button to join the group and post articles or things you would like us to talk about in there. This week on the show, we'll be talking about SCOTUS decisions and Pompeo turning up the volume. Mm. But first... Again, I I know I keep saying that it's going to be the last time, but um, (laughs) the measles. Basically, I want to kind of... Measles is still going on, but anti-vax stuff in general. A couple of things came up that I thought were worth mentioning. The Waldorf schools, which apparently is... I don't know if it's nationwide or if it's like just multi-state, but there's a bunch of schools that are organized that are distinctly... I mean, they're not anti-vax schools per se but they have very lax rules and are causing a uh a significant worry because they're not that far from where the measles are in new york mm-hmm. and they have no regulations about getting kids vaccinated
2: hmm. and they think the papayas help combat measles so
0: well that was yeah yeah a few, a few of the parents, there's one parent who said that, yeah, exactly that. Another mother said that the, the souls of her children are on a journey that vaccines would impede, and as a parent, a lot of my job is not put extra obstacles in that soul's way.
2: Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> I'm not even sure where that's coming from.
2: Putting it in God's hands, I suppose?
0: Yeesh. The other thing that came up in my news feed that i thought was well i didn't know anything about jessica beale came up as a well she says she's not anti-vax but she definitely said that she wants to have parents have the right to make a decision on their own you're not helping jessica no why is she being asked in the first place well apparently she went to washington dc with a representative I'm sorry. No, it wasn't Washington, D.C. It was uh, California, the California state uh, legislator. She went with a legislator to his office to speak about uh, a law that California was trying to put in place. The law would reduce the amount of exemptions for vaccinations. Hmm. So she is opposed to that bill and went to speak. And I guess uh, this representative just decided he wanted somebody who was, you know, name recognition. The thing that kind of worries me as well is she also, uh, her kid is unvaccinated, Mm. which leads me to the question of, oh, now I I completely blanked out. I can't think of the guy's name. Her husband's name.
1: Justin Timberlake. Thank
0: you. Mm -hmm. What's Justin Timberlake doing here? Like, (laughs) two, both of you are on board with Mm. not vaccinating your kid? I mean.
3: He just found out he had the kid. (laughs) I mean, are you shocked? Would you be shocked if Justin Timberlake was an anti vaxxer?
0: A little surprised. Yeah, I think a little bit. He seems relatively intelligent. I don't understand the people who are relatively intelligent taking this side of things.
3: Well, Jim Carrey seems relatively intelligent, but.
0: True. Yeah.
1: Is he anti vax?
3: Yeah. Well, he would. Yeah, because he was dating Jenny McCarthy. He got on board during that time.
1: Oh, well. Temporarily he's, brainwashed. He's, he's still on the board. benefit of the doubt because <laughs> of all his great artwork. <laughs> <Ugh>.
3: <laughs> you, don't, you don't care for his protest art? I mean, I'm glad he's doing it. But if anybody's going to tell me that his artwork is good, you're fucking lying.
1: <laughs> no, They're caricatures. No, I've, se- I've seen. He's his- as good as anybody else making caricatures down by the Jersey
3: Shore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, Justin Timberlake's been famous for a very long time. To believe in it, to be an anti-vaxxer is not shocking to me. Hmm. Also, I don't know why you think he's smart.
0: He seems, you know, I've seen him interviewed uh, quite a few times, and... He can string a sentence together, at least. Yeah. But better than the president. Then again, there's a whole lot of uh, famous actors who are Scientologists, so... Mm. I guess people can get duped into believing, you know, some crazy Just shit.
3: anything. Yeah. Hey, Beck can write some good songs. Scientologist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That
0: is true.
1: And disappointing. Yeah. Damn Rabisi family. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hmm. So, uh, moving on, I thought I would bring this up as a follow-up because, uh, again, it came up in my news feed. And we had just talked about trans people and the different the gender versus sex, etc. There is an article on Scientific American that goes into a whole lot about the difference that, that sex is not necessarily binary, and it goes into the scientific reasoning for why that is the case. Um, talking about genetics, neurobiology, and endocrinology. It, it gets a little deep, but for the most part keeps it in layman's terms.
2: It's Scientific American. It's what they do.
0: Yeah. It, it it tries to explain a lot of the details in ways that you can understand. But in any case, it, it goes into how it's not just XY chromosomes. There's a whole lot more going on there. So, like I said, we talked about it last week. And I think there's a lot of information in here. I'm not going to delve into it because it would take a while. <laughs>
1: But it, that sounds fine. Yeah. I landed firmly in Jared's camp on that one.
3: And I don't remember where my camp was.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> so. uh, Doesn't matter what other people do as long as it doesn't directly affect you. Oh, my God. I was like, yeah, That's yeah, my you're camp for there. almost everything. Yeah. yeah. It's. Do it. You- I don't love it, but it it seemed awfully logical. So I'm going to vote with the Reason Party in 2020. <laughs> I need to get on board with, with stuff like that. As long as you don't compete professionally in sports, I don't care what you do mm-hmm. with your. Gender or sexuality.
0: All right. So the next thing I wanted to talk about, Kyle Kashov. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that last name correctly, but he was a, he is a Parkland survivor. Uh, he was going to go to Harvard. And the reason that uh, he is in the has been in the news is because he was a big pro gun person. So he came out of the Parkland shooting and decided to go on to uh, different shows and talk about the fact that he is still pro gun. Yeah. Well, um, that,
2: but that's not why Harvard said
0: goodbye. Correct. No, no. No.
1: That was just his shtick. He right. saw that that Hog and and the other kids, you know, had had kind of. Emerged as the face of that movement, and he wanted to see if he could get a slice of that right-wing money. So he came out and said, "I'm also a Parkland survivor. Go guns!"
3: Yeah, and I'm sure mm-hmm. they he were was... like promptly put on Fox News. Oh my goodness! Immediately, we Fox- got one.
0: <laughs> Fox News. He met with uh, Justice Thomas. He met with President Trump. He yeah appeared on new Fox News numerous times. Did Trump let
3: him mow the lawn at the White House?
0: He was the poster child. He was exactly what they wanted. Somebody who survived a school shooting and still was pro guns. Turns out he got a letter from Harvard saying, yeah, we do not want you, but it's not because of the gun thing. It was because of some of the things that he had, I guess, posted online, completely racist things, talking about Jews, using the N-word like, I don't know, 50 17 times. 17 times in a row? Yeah. It, wow, it, Really? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, did you do
1: you, you didn't see the correspondence that got him in trouble? No. Oh my goodness. He did it it I glazed over the first part where where he hates on the Jews, but it's uh there it is. <laughs> it's him <laughs> saying the N-word fifteen times and says like,
0: Well,
3: practice makes perfect.
0: Oh, jeez. Yeah.
3: Hey, but isn't isn't Harvard a private institution?
0: I believe so, yes.
3: So couldn't they, I mean, even if this didn't happen, couldn't they be like, yeah, we didn't like your pro-grunt stance, so go fuck yourself.
0: That is true, but what after this came out, they said, yeah, you're the type of character and, <laughs> you know, morality that we're really not looking for in Harvard-quality students, so.
3: We forwarded your application to uh, Brigham Young. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Liberty U, you. yeah. I mean, it, it, I think he was acceptable as long as he was... Uh, just a, you know, a Republican gun supporter. That's nothing particularly wrong with that, I suppose. But yeah, th- this is a whole other ballgame, so.
0: It's just another one of these, oh, you know, it's kind of like the the pastor who had child pornography. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. well, of course he did. The the one kid that was pro-guns who the <laughs> GOP latched onto, oh, of course he did. Of course he had all these racist comments and and, of course- Guess who...
1: And anti-jew comments that's crazy to me yeah Why really
0: racist be
2: racist <laughs> man,
1: just it's it coming unlike, back Ian <laughs> it really is it, I mean it never fully goes out of fashion but it's what's in this summer mm. man well racism but, uh, racism
2: is a continuum I mean it, it's yeah. like they said after World War two I didn't you know I didn't say anything until they came after me and unless you are a right-wing Republican white guy or a white ring Republican white woman at who stays at home, you eventually they will eventually will come for you.
1: Yeah, I just feel like it comes in waves. I feel like <laughs> I, I feel like that, that uh the scene in Pulp Fiction where, where John Travolta's drug dealers getting all down on Coke. He's like, Coke is dead. Heroin's <laughs> coming back in a big way. And he was hating right. <laughs> on, hate, hate, hating on Islam is done. We are hating the Jews again <laughs> in a big way. <laughs>
2: Anybody that is not them, yeah, they'll get around to them.
3: Well, I, guys, think, I think the Jew hating was really started by guys like Sebastian Gorka and Milo Yiannopoulos and all these guys and, and Bannon, who kept using that keyword of globalist, which was mm-hmm. the keyword for Jews. Yeah, sure.
2: I can't. I don't know how they get around it with Trump and and um, Jared though. I mean, his son in is straight up Jewish. His well, daughter's you saw, Jewish. You, now,
3: you, you <laughs> remember that Vice thing they did before the Charlottesville? Riot, where the one she was interviewing the one guy who was, right. and he was like, yeah, I got a big problem with the president being a Jew lover, and mm-hmm. his Jew daughter, and he married that Jew. I mean, he was, I don't know, somehow they just let that part, they're like, look, he's got, he's not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything else except for this Jew shit.
1: Yeah, you can, know. thanks for all the other hate, I'll overlook this
3: one. Yeah.
1: Um, it's yeah. just like
3: those evangelicals who are like, well... We're gonna get abortion ab- abolished, so I'll overlook all this shit.
2: Right about twenty three and me yeah, DNA test seems like a, in retrospect, a bad idea, huh, Jared? <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah.
2: Wait, what?
1: His sample got lost in the mail. There you go.
3: That was Black Jared Lanham who took that test. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he's a Jew. <laughs>
0: I did like in this Vice article the fact that one of the people that came out to defend him said that, For the record, I think that this kid, like many other Parkland survivors, has handled the public limelight with grace and strength. Harvard's auto... I don't even know what that means. But in any case, the Mm. fact that Harvard kicked him out uh, sets up an insane, cruel standard that no one can possibly meet. The the (laughs) idea of being racist or not being (laughs) racist is an insane, cruel standard? How
3: can you expect white people not to be racist, Ray?
0: <laughs> and who said that? Ben Shapiro. Mm. What? Yup. Dude, what a show. <laughs> like Jeff said, fuck Dude, that take, guy too.
3: Take that fucking yarmulke off, you piece of shit. You are not a Jew. Yep. One of our an favorites. Insane, yes.
2: An insane, cruel standard no one can possibly be. That's,
1: wow. Yeah, but you should, this kid was like... He used the shelf uh, like the shelf life argument for all this stuff. Mm, he he said kid. that he should be... It was two years ago. Yeah. This was like two years ago. Way back when, two years ago. Back in... <laughs> back in 2017. You could string as many N-words together as you wanted and no one would pat an eye.
3: Times are changing. <laughs> you know, that's almost like exactly like that Gorka article I listed where... Uh, I just listened it before we got on the show where this woman calls up Sebastian Gorka and starts complaining about Trump saying, I like to grab women by the pussy. And, you know, after hemming and hawing, Gorka's like, you know, he said that when he was a Democrat. Mm -mm. (laughs) He's still the same person. Done. He said it when he was a Democrat.
0: (laughs) Wow. I mean, does that make it okay? He was a Democrat at the time, so.
3: He was a stupid moron. Didn't know what he was doing. All stupid morons are Democrats. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Hey. it's part of the charter you got to run around and grab women by the pussy
2: huh. <laughs> i might have something to say about this <laughs>
3: <laughs> on a side note <laughs> with fox news i love the logic in hey look we have a hundred students out of parkland here who are against guns and they're going around and they're giving speeches and this and that and we think these kids are wrong Because we have one kid that has the exact opposite opinion and agrees with us, therefore negating all of these other people's arguments. We got one. Well, that's like and and like, but they'll put videos of this all over. Look, this kid from Parkland's for guns. Done. Arguments over. Case closed.
2: Well, it's the same (laughs) argument as you know. I'm not racist. I have a black friend. He happens to you know carry my golf clubs at the the club, but no big deal. He's my friend.
0: Or I read an article that was written by a scientist that said climate change is a hoax. Right. There was one article written by a quote-unquote scientist, and that it doesn't even matter if they're a scientist. And it, if you it, say it's going to find you. If it it's my <laughs> worldview, therefore, it's the correct one.
1: Mm. Whoa, John Cusack coming up with a
3: yeah, crazy tweet. I saw that.
0: What's that?
1: John Cusack tweeted out. A uh, mm. a quote from Voltaire that said, to learn who rules over you, simply find out who you're not allowed to criticize. And the picture is uh, a hand crushing some small people, and the hand has a Star of David on it. Oh, mm. And he has a follow the
3: money retweet. He did say that it was a bot that did that. Oh, the old bot that did that. It is a, a, a provocative tweet, so. It just <laughs> seems, I don't know how you could be that fucking dumb. mm Especially in Hollywood, because we yeah. all know the
0: Jews run Hollywood.
3: <laughs>
2: and the banks. Don't forget the banks.
0: No. And the banks. <laughs> I don't know. I want to do a little bit of research on that. I mean.
3: Hey, maybe talk talking about Israel, because you can't uh, criticize Israel. It's true. Or you're anti-Semitic. Right. That's true. Even though it's a maybe- country, not a...
0: <laughs> I don't know. From what I've seen, I think you can criticize Israel as long as you are not Muslim. If you're Muslim and you criticize Israel, then it's right out.
3: Well, you, it depends. Are you Democrat? Right. You're or, not no. If you're a Democrat, you can't. No. Right <sighs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve judgment on this John Cusack thing.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I I if it's true, then fuck him too. But I I'm hoping it's not.
3: When was the last time he worked? Was is he in, is he in a James Woods type situation? Uh, <laughs> need to get back in is the limelight. He, <laughs> is he going to be in an upcoming Christy Swanson film? <laughs> well, because c- I recall like. Six months ago, him getting in a Twitter battle with somebody, and he seemed to be on the anti-Trump side of it. Not saying that because just because he tweeted this, if he did, allegedly, that he would be pro-Trump, but... Oh, God, is there more? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. His uh, It doesn't look like he's in that big of a slump. I mean, I haven't heard of any of the things he's been in since uh, Hot Tub Time Machine 2, but he's been in uh, several uh, things. That was a gem. I have not seen it. <laughs> really? A gem? I'm I'm asking.
1: I liked it. Really? Yeah, not as much as 1, but 2 was two was good.
2: Huh. Okay. It's just <laughs> not a franchise that I ever considered real.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. 1 is definitely a gem. 2 is... it. It, it is just fun. Hmm. Okay. All right. Are you guys seeing John Cusack's apology? Defense here? of his... Oh, and then two defenses and then an
2: apology?
3: Well, he says he regrettably retweeted it and... Yeah, I sin- I sincere know.
2: apologies for the insensitive and offensive graphic that I regrettably continued. Something, something, something.
3: Hmm. Hmm. That's- Call James Woods as an uh, agent because <laughs> things are going to get <laughs> rough for you. Yeah. Well,
2: his self-description on, on you know, Twitter is apocalyptic shit disturber and elephant trainer. So I don't think he takes it terribly seriously. <laughs> Interesting.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to move off of it, though. Do it, Doug. Sure. So over on the independent... In the United Kingdom, there was an article, again, this was in reference to a discussion we had about evolution. I think I had come off with the statement that we're really not evolving because we have Done away with natural selection, um, with our, with science and our medical technology. We don't really have natural selection, which is generally true. However, scientists who study evolution are saying that not only are humans still evolving, but they may be evolving in fat faster in some specific areas than we previously knew of so uh just a few examples the sherpas who climb up and live in the mountains they've actually developed the ability to breathe at lower oxygen Fast. levels than other humans the children of these people have become able to withstand the uh, the lower atmosphere pressure with no problems it also references uh people in the western hemisphere uh developing a uh ability to digest milk that people in the eastern you know eastern side of the world not not so much
2: or maybe the other way around they lost the ability to continue consuming milk and we didn't it just depends
3: on
0: i suppose that could be true i think it was stated the other way in the article but um mm.
3: wait are these guys more evolved than the proud boys now <laughs> Because, you know, the Proud Boys, part of their initiation is they like to drink a lot of milk. Right. That's (laughs) weird. Okay. Well, because it's it's implying that white people are less prone to being lactose intolerant.
0: Oh, so Uh it's also a racist thing?
3: Oh, it's totally. Well, first of all, everything about the Proud Boys is racist as far as I'm concerned. And I guess misogynist, but. Sure. Yes. To show their white superiority. If you watch, there's tons of videos of them chugging gallons of milk. Gross. Yeah. Well, yeah,
2: it's interesting about um. It, I mean, they, they, it almost sounds like they're saying that evolution happens at a faster rate than I mean, because we you know, we were all taught in school that evolution happens when the more successful um, variations of a generation breed more, so that you know, right, their genes get passed along more. But I mean, how long have the Sherpas, I should call them Sherpas, the the, people, the indigenous people of, you know, the the mountains been there? And is that what happened, or is they saying something else is going on?
1: I don't know. Is, is, uh, is this more of a uh, – I don't want to say spontaneous, but is this more of a mutation mm. that happened over a generation or two because of the body needed to adapt to specific living conditions? That, or is that, this evolution? The best climbers are having the most Sherpa kids who are making the most Sherpa families. Well, I don't
0: think it's really a natural selection kind of thing, but it is a mutation that has that has spread more quickly – I don't, I don't, I can't say that I really grasp it, but again, read the article. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) It says that uh, natural selection only affects about 8% of our genome. So Mm. the removal of natural selection has not impacted the rate of evolution nearly as much as previously thought.
2: I mean, really, all evolution is is the normal mutations in genes that sometimes turn out well and sometimes don't. It's right. the ones that turns out, turn out well that keep continuing. I mean, there is a thought that um, at one point, um, you know, mitochondrial Eve kind of scenario where that is the person that evolved something that um, made her way more successful than all the other women. So what that was, meh. Maybe she was the first pre-humanoid to talk. Who knows? And it was just a genetic fluke.
0: Right. I'm curious if in the case of the people who are able to withstand the the lower atmospheric pressures if the fact that maybe the people who couldn't withstand it as much moved away
2: <laughs> yeah, they, they just moved south yeah right moved down <laughs> that makes sense
0: but an interesting take and i thought it would be i thought it was good to bring up since i completely disregarded evolution as it turns out there are some things that are still still happening that is all i had for follow-ups um the stuff that we had on trump Uh, You Mm -hmm. already mentioned, Jared, the the discussion about Sebastian Gorka and what he had, his defense of Trump was (laughs) completely asinine. The the idea that, well, he said these things when he was a Democrat and he changed to Republican, so we can only judge him on things that he has said since. I guess that fits the, the rest of their ideas of what we can just overlook. Right now, the big the big thing, and there is an article in the Washington Post written by uh, George Conway. It talks about the Stephanopoulos interview, and I just don't. I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around how people are just ignoring this interview. Like for the last two years, Trump has been saying no collusion. Like it, it's part of his Shit. every sentence now. No collusion, no obstruction. He just says it. He said constantly. it a thousand
3: times during this interview.
0: Yeah. And then, when asked if he would collude with people, his answer was, "Oh yeah, why not? Uh, yeah. Would you what- Would you take information about your opponent from a, f- a foreign power? Oh yeah, why not? I would absolutely listen. So no collusion, no collusion, no collusion. Want to collude? Oh yeah, no problem. Let's Let's get on that.
3: Like, how- it's not colluding; it's just information. <laughs> All right.
2: So it's conspiracy, whatever you want to call it. Yeah.
3: I- He's the most American guy ever. <laughs> I've seen the paintings. Paintings? You know, I those know. people who make those fake paintings of him, like right. crossing oh. the Delaware River instead of George Washington or whatever yeah. the fuck they do.
0: <laughs> right. He loves America. Meanwhile, Stephanopoulos actually says, you know, that that's against the law that the FBI director has, has specifically said about this. And Trump's r- response was, well, the FBI director is wrong. You're right. The people who right. make the laws, the people who enforce the laws, they're wrong. Whatever I say should be correct.
2: Well, it's another step towards you know him turning him into the king. He he's rewriting the rules and it, he's getting away with it. So why would he stop? Right. Well,
3: I don't I don't want to beat on this dead horse again. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> You're still telling me there's no reason to impeach him. Absolutely, there's
2: reason to impeach. There is absolutely reason to impeach him. Yes, in a hundred different ways, there are reasons to impeach him, and I think that. The investigations they are doing now are the steps towards impeachment. But as we know, the problem is the Senate. And they will not convict him.
3: Currently. So I mean I I mean, what do you what do we do then? We just let him do whatever the fuck he wants to do? I mean he just opened the door for every country to be like, Oh shit, okay. He'll take info from us? We can right. sway this guy.
2: Right. and then and then he owes us because we provided him with useful information that's the whole argument you cannot take things from other countries because then they have something over you now they you you owe them a favor which of course in in his language and in his life is is that's how he deals with people everything is favor based
3: well he's walked back his comments since then mm. to say of course i would tell the fbi has he really yeah, he, I mean, I mean, what difference does it make? That's the, the, yeah. you didn't expect the walk back after he. This, I mean, is it any wonder they wouldn't let him talk to Mueller? Yeah, I mean, he would have fucked himself so badly.
2: But again, it wouldn't have mattered because even if Mueller had all the information in the world, he would have come to the same argument and same conclusion. I can't clear him, but I also, by the rules of the game, can't charge him with anything. So here's all the information. It was just going to be more information.
0: And as uh, I- Pelosi said recently, she she said, "I don't want to see him impeached. I want to see him in jail." Mm. Which I'm very curious about that. I'm curious because if there was an impeachment proceeding before the election, and we know that if nothing would come of it, it maybe it maybe it would hurt the Democrats. I don't think that it would. I think that that's a just a false narrative, mm. but. In any case, I think what she's hoping for is in 2020, and at that point, a lot of his offenses can then be charged. And if the Democrats win, the president is really unlikely to give him a pardon. Mm. I think that's what her goal is, to see him be voted out of office and then file charges against him.
2: And I think the reason not to impeach him is you could make a case, you could at least take it to court and wind it up in the courts for a year or so, that um, since he was tried in the Senate, the double jeopardy applies.
0: So it does will probably lose. It clearly does not.
2: Sure, but it doesn't mean you can't tie it up in the courts for a year, though.
0: Yeah, he's never going to jail.
2: <laughs> probably not.
1: Just so you guys know. She doesn't even want to see that. Hmm. This, is her, this is her lock her up chant. Hmm. All she's trying to do is get a little bit of public opinion on the opposite side.
0: You think that it's it's pure show just to garner
1: votes? 100%. 100%. She has, she is so excited to be the f- first female speaker twice in a row. Oh, my God. <laughs> Never going to let that go. She's going to die <laughs> on that podium. She's an
3: awful public speaker.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's not very good. Her <laughs> voice is a little wobbly.
3: I, I like I just she just I'm just like uh, spit it out sweetheart
0: <laughs> and not just not I not just her voice but she also makes references to um, what was the play there was a play in the
3: oh bye bye birdie bye bye
0: birdie yeah she made a reference to that play and like nobody laughed because
3: this is a terrible reference yeah because mm. it came out in like 1930 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're fucked <laughs> we're fucked he's gonna be president again I guarantee it. Not only can we, we can't even fucking decide on this shit with all this evidence. We can't even fucking come to a conclusion on this, and that's what they will always have over us: is someone is handing down those talking points, and they all follow suit. Mm. If this was an, uh, if this was the other way around, holy shit, mm. they would be ready to go. We can't decide on this. We're picking apart all our fucking candidates, so when one of them actually does make it to the fucking primary, Trump will have plenty of shit to talk about this person already, because we dug it up for him. So Yes. (laughs) 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 So,
0: be ready. I kind of want to argue against that, but yet I kind of don't. I want people to be worried. I want people Mm. to understand that this is not a sure thing. It is by far not a sure thing that Trump is going to be voted out of office.
3: And they are still talking polls to this day. Like it's like it's not like this twenty sixteen was a fucking thousand years ago. Right. Right. It was two and a half years ago. All the polls were wrong. Yeah, and now all the, oh Trump is uh, trailing behind so and so and he's trailing behind so and so and he's gotta we well, he could lose this state and I'm like, Yeah, I heard all that shit before. Mm. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> they were like, Oh my yeah, at this point in the polls. It was
1: 100% Jeb Bush. <laughs> he was he was going all the way, baby. Jeb.
0: Yeah, I remember the conversation about the fact that it was going to be Bush versus Clinton again. And that, that sort of thing, <laughs> didn't, you know, didn't, it's never happened in America. It's like a third world country where you constantly see the exact same names going for the leadership. But, yeah, as it turns out, no, it was way worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> far far worse somehow <laughs> all right i'm gonna i want to move on unless somebody has another point they want to make i gonna move on to thousand, uh, the supreme but-
3: court <laughs> go ahead
0: so supreme court on monday there were two things that came out that hit my newsfeed. two decisions first the supreme court dismissed a challenge of the racial gerrymandering in virginia so there was a, a Case brought up in Virginia where there were 11 districts that were so heavily gerrymandered, and it was clearly based on race. And they, this was brought up. It was in court. It was decided in Virginia that that, that was the case, and the state needed to be redistricted. And while they were doing that, of course, there were, was an appeal and then another appeal. And eventually it got to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court, five to four decision, I believe it was Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You know it. She wrote that the state of Virginia, the appeal did not have any precedent to move forward because the the House GOP did not have the authority to say that it needed to be overturned her thing was the attorney general of virginia if he wants to appeal he can and he doesn't want to so you don't have the right to come to she come did. out and appeal she was
1: like have you guys ever read your own constitution <laughs> right. she was like are you are you kidding me like this guy's the only one who's allowed to do it even If you are allowed to do it, you realize that you're only one half of the Virginia legislative body. And you can't just move forward and ignore the other half. He's like, shut up and go home with your new district. Which is
0: exactly what they did. They decided, well, we're just going to do it in court because we can't get anything. We can't stop them in in the the house. So we're just going to do it in court.
3: (laughs) Can you blame them these days, Ian, to be a little confused by separate branches of government and how that works? I mean, no, I I realize that. But I mean, I guess
1: I guess this is. These little things, Jared, are, are our only hope. <laughs> mm. Like every now and again someone is like, You've taken this cheating too far. <laughs> we need to dial it back to to small advantage for Republicans. Yeah. Not unwinnable. Right. And they go, What? We're gecking at the court, and the courts go, No, small advantage is fine. <laughs> Stop.
2: Well, I and mean, to be clear, it was a five four decision. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, that's where so, I was going. So the the three obvious, with Ginsburg, Sotomayor, and Kagan. But they also, the yeah. other two that made up the five were Thomas and Gorsuch. Yeah, that was shocking.
2: Now, Thomas yeah, kind of makes sense because it was racially charged. But Gorsuch right. was interesting. Yeah, well, Trump picked
1: him because he is pro-business. Mm-hmm. And we've always said that here on this show. He does appreciate some laws of the land. Mm. Now, you know, if 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 you if you find a case where, you know, a CEO of a company was rounding up its people in the mailroom and tossing them into the furnace to heat the office building, he's going to be like not guilty. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, he really was like, "Yes, it's it's pretty straightforward."
3: And I was like, "Oh my heart, but I'm okay." But is it any wonder Kavanaugh went the other way? <laughs> right. No. Jesus. Now, Robert Kavanaugh-Briar.
0: What, bi- what a bitch. Alito, <laughs> Alito actually wrote the uh, the dissent. Dissent.
2: Huh. But it's interesting that, I mean, they didn't rule on the case. They just ruled that the people bringing the case to them were not allowed to. So well, they didn't that- actually make any decision about the gerrymandering itself.
0: That's generally what the Supreme Court does. The Supreme True. Court decides whether or not a constitutional violation has been made because by the time you get to the Supreme Court that's the only argument you should have left.
2: Well, so, they they just said you don't have grounds to sue. Right. So, it was I think it was even not even to the point of what, is it a constitutional question.
0: Sure, but I mean it is a question uh, it's a law question, not a is this mm. right or wrong. Yes. Uh, the other one, the other case that I thought was interesting it was another cake case. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember where it was from, but it was the the two women who came in and said, "Hey, we want a wedding cake." And the guy was like, "Great, give me the bride and groom's name." And they're like, "Well, it's actually two brides." And he went, "Get the fuck out of my store." He he didn't he actually said, "I don't feel right in doing that." Blah blah blah. Please leave. He wasn't quite as as crass as I made it sound, but. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, they had to pay the they had to pay one hundred thirty five thousand dollars the the cake makers for refusing to make the cake for the lesbian couple. They went to court and the the court found that they were being discriminatory. the There was then an appeal and an appeal and an appeal and it's gone up to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court has now stated that they were being discriminatory because if they would have if the conversation would have been, well, we want the cake to have two brides on the top of the cake. We want, uh, you know, I don't know, rainbow colors or whatever. And they said, well, that's not in my artistic interpretation of what I would like to do. So the cake maker's argument was, I'm an artist, and you're making me do something that goes against my religious feeling. And as an artist, I can't can't create art in that way. And the court said wait a minute, you didn't even get to the discussion of what kind of cake they wanted. You found out they were gay and kicked them out of your store. That's discrimination. Mm. So again, Supreme Court siding on the correct side, in my opinion.
3: Mm. I think what they were really saying is like, if we look at this one more time and there's a fucking cake thing on here. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of listening to this. Don't want to hear it anymore. By the way, most famous cake guy? The one that... uh the one who sort of won but sort of didn't win mm, his case, right? turned down his third cake just recently for a gender transition party.
1: Why would you come to him with that cake
3: idea? So he would turn it down. Mm.
1: <laughs> oh, come on, everybody. It's cake. I realize you guys love cake. There's definitely more than one show on cable television that's totally cake-centric, and that alone <laughs> is sad and unnecessary. Mm. But, jeez Louise. just... Go to Giant Eagle and have them make you a cake. It's just as good.
3: Maybe this guy's like the best
1: cake maker around. <laughs> and they're like, look, no I'm going to roll
3: the dice. Let's see if he if he doesn't pay attention to what we're saying.
1: <laughs> there's no way. He doesn't have one of those shows that I mentioned. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's hateful. Hateful cakes.
3: It's hateful cakes. <laughs> That's a <joke>. show. <laughs> where? where none of them actually bake. It's where you just throw <laughs> ideas at them and they just consistently turn them down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that that is the that is the the, the problem though i mean then you you're asking people to limit um where they get their cakes from and they're supposed to have you know free and equal life in this in in society so no don't limit them to what cake maker they can go to maybe they really like the color of pink in the icing that he makes who knows people i mean you open up a public – But you know
3: that's not the truth right you know they just did it so he would turn them down And I know, had them. But, who else would do this
2: but but the point is if nobody does it then it only gets worse Things like this don't get any better ever. I mean, soon they'll be saying, well, why don't, we don't serve black people anymore. Or, we don't serve Muslims. They'll start there. So you have to push. Then the
3: Jews, then black people. Right. right.
2: Then the Jews, <laughs> then black people. I mean, prejudice is prejudice. You, you, and if you're going to open up a public store to serve the public, that is all the public. That And that is part of the contract that you make. If you want to make cakes in private for a circle of friends – Rock on. Do whatever you want to do. You're opening a door to the public. It's public. And as long as people, you know, have shoes and shirts on, you got to serve them.
3: Or just open a store called Conservative Cakes, and it's only vanilla <laughs> and vanilla frosting. <laughs> no all sprinkles. white, all the time.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, how did, how did the shirtless and the shoeless fall under the non-protected class? Because that's It's dangerous.
2: There are, there are there are rules you can put in place. <laughs> they, well,
1: they can they, they leave behind the counter and start rubbing their bare chest all over your utensils. <laughs> that's more
2: for shoes, but there are cleanliness and you know rules around appropriate clothing for places. You can set appropriate rule. You can set rules for you. You can say um, if men are not wearing ties, you can't eat in my restaurant. But that's all men. That's not you know white men can wear you know golf shirts, but black men have to wear ties. You can't. You have to have the same rule for everybody.
3: That's fucking sexist. <laughs> <laughs> what it is? I have to wear a tie, but you don't care. If <laughs> <laughs> well, you tell me I gotta wear a skirt, we're gonna
0: have a problem. So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
2: but there are places that do that. I mean, there you know, there are times when you have to wear black tie and tails.
0: Uh. And then you just don't go to those places. But yeah. <laughs> but if but
1: everybody- you can't not go to those places, Ray. You have to have the option to go to every place at all times for
2: any reason. No, the rules need to be equal across the board, right. so that all men, regardless of sex, color, religion, <laughs> <laughs> or you know size, have to wear right. the, the same uniform. You, you can do that, but it has to be equal.
0: I don't know, I'm thinking I want to try and challenge that, get, uh, get uh, a trans male to, to go in, or, or a trans woman to go in and say, nope, I'm wearing my tie, and and see if they freak out. I, again, if if you wear a tie, or you wear the dress, the nice dress, I think, you know, you can fit either side of their dress code.
2: Yeah, I would
0: agree. In any case, a little bit more on Trump, although this is actually Pompeo, it definitely is... Uh, Trump tangent, they are still, if you're not paying attention, they are still ramping up the volume on Iran.
1: Oh, my God. Was there's a... Didn't they do something to a boat?
0: That is true. Supposedly. This story
3: is so confusing. Mm. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, uh, if I remember, the, the Japanese leader was in... Iran trying mm. to smooth over the Iran-U.S. relation. He's there talking to people, trying to smooth things over, right? Because he wants the U.S. to get back on the Iran deal because of the whole nuclear... Th- they're actually building up high-grade uranium, and other countries are concerned, and they're trying to control it because the U.S. backed out, and it, the the agreement lost some of its punch. So Right,
2: and if the agreement is null and void, then Iran's going to go back and it's start up his nuclear program again.
0: Right. And they have all of the funds that we released. So us backing out of the agreement really only hurts us the way that it was done. Sure. So at the same time, and correct me if any of these details are wrong, but at the same time, there were two Japanese tankers.
2: One of them was Japanese. The other one was something else.
0: Okay. But one was Japanese, yes. That were attacked. And the, the theory that I have is that somebody from Saudi Arabia said, I don't like what the, the, the Japanese leader is doing. I don't like the idea that this is going so well. Saudi Arabia is going to make these attacks in secret and throw this all into chaos because Iran making oil and producing oil brings the cost of oil down for Saudi Arabia. Right now, they've got a huge cornerstone so in any case that's that's my theory but there were there were ships that were attacked. Pompeo blames Iran, everybody in the Trump White House is blaming Iran from what I understand. Mm.
2: I mean it doesn't make any sense if you think about it the other way around. So the Japanese prime minister is in Tehran talking to the um, Iranian leadership and Iran attacks one of their tankers? That doesn't make any sense. Why
3: would they do that? But they are saying that it was absolutely, truly was Iran that shot down our drone. Well, I believe that. Uh, after this. I, this is yeah, It is a very confusing thing as to why Iran would do this.
2: The, the fact that I have zero trust in the current administration is what is bothering me. I don't believe them as a default. As opposed to a, you know, well, I'm going to believe them trust them because it's our government. And, you know, I'm just look carefully. It, no, default, don't believe them.
0: <laughs> the number of That's times the- that... Multiple people in the government, not in the government, but in the Trump administration have lied. I mean, right. or they didn't need to for any reason. Yeah. It didn't benefit them in any way. However, another thing that just happened is there was a, an attack uh, that I think there were three servicemen who were injured. It was a suicide bomber that targeted uh, convoy in Kabul. The Taliban immediately claimed that they were responsible for the attack. Pompeo? Mm. No, that was Iran, too. What? <laughs> so Pompeo doing this is is a little more worrisome for me because he was possibly one of the people who could be a little, you know, sane. N- no, <clears throat> he's following the, let's blame Iran for everything. And we're just going to keep cranking up the volume until we can d- demonstrate to the American people that we should be at war with Iran.
2: They're They're not even... Considering talking to the UN, that's just not important and not a priority at all. Do we even have a UN ambassador yet? Or do we have somebody just standing in? I do not know. I know we, we picked somebody, but it turns out she was just a socialite, so I, I think they she stepped down. I don't know. So but the point being though, um I mean, usually when things like this start building up, we get um, the U.N. involved and, you know, there are resolutions and we decide how we're going to handle it as a world community. At least we pretend that we're going to try to do that. In this case, I'm not even pretending. They sent a thousand more troops somewhere to the Middle East to do
3: what? Uh,
0: incum- the inc- current incumbent is Jonathan Cohen. He's an acting ambassador to the United Nations. Hmm.
3: Everybody's acting in this administration. Yeah. Yes.
2: Somebody else just stepped
3: down again today. Unbelievable.
2: Yeah, if it wasn't for um, Pompeo and uh, what's his name? Mustache Dude, who are war hawks against Iran. Bolton? Yes. Bolton. I I would give him a little bit of of air, but I don't at all.
3: It's not like the government's ever lied about boats and shit before in the past. Yeah. To get us (laughs) into wars.
0: I so, think,
2: Did we talk about this last week about, you know, back when America was great in the 1950s, one of the reasons we were is because the rest of the world got blown up by World War Two.
0: I think we are might have talked to... about that on the episode that never got aired.
2: Oh, sure. Okay. So is this just an attempt? Is that what the Republicans are doing? They're trying to get the rest of the world to blow themselves up so that we're the economic center again of the world?
0: No. I don't no because,
2: because we're going to be involved
1: in this. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> this, I don't. This is this is a classic page from the George W playbook. Mm-hmm. In the event that the never going to happen impeachment proceedings begin to proceed, they will bury the impeachment proceedings with a declaration of war against Iran mm-hmm. and he will ride the declaration of war to a 2020 re-election. Yeah, that is exactly what this is. You can't
3: vote him out in the middle of a war. <laughs> can't. It's impossible. You got to support him. Yeah. Meanwhile, from what I heard, Iran is four times the size of Iraq, and that this will be another long-ass war if we get involved.
2: Oh, yeah. This is, this you yeah, know, it's a completely different ballgame when you're talking about Iran.
3: Also, Iran, by the way, was complying by the deal. Yes. Yes. And they're kind of, like, riding the line right now, but what <laughs> reason do they have to comply to this deal now?
0: The other countries who were
3: involved. Yeah, but from what I understand, because we're out now, they're kind of... Playing it loose too. they're just like, yeah whatever. You know, d- do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. You're gonna be in a war soon. <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't know that uh, the that the American population has, other than you know the, the the regular supporters, have the capacity to care about this though. I mean, un- unless they you know do a nine eleven symbiont, I don't think people are gonna get behind it because you know, you attacked a Norwegian and a mm-hmm. Japanese oil tanker. No, Americans don't care about that. They won't back you sending their um, sons and daughters to war.
3: Well, that is the... I hear the one thing, too, that, that might screw him up with this, because he did run on a platform of Hillary Clinton will get your sons and daughters killed in the war, and I'm going to get us not involved in this shit anymore. Right. Except but he's also got them fucking frothing at the mouth over Muslims and brown people, so he'll just be like, they're Muslims, man. And everyone be like, yeah, you're right. Let's go get him.
2: Well, I'm concerned that they're going to let
3: uh, you know another 9-11
2: happen, because... Why wouldn't they? They're all sociopaths. That's
3: assuming Iran is dumb enough to fall for his shit. Doesn't even have to be that. Iran.
2: Just, just <laughs> like you know, <laughs> yeah. last time members, you're, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it just has to be brown people. Not even that, really, because nothing is more important than staying in power. That's okay. Cherry thought.
0: <laughs> I think I'm moving on. Mm-hmm. Next thing that I had. This is so I put. I kind of wanted that to gravitate toward the middle because. That's a heavy topic, and I didn't think we were going to come out of it very positive, um, but this one's a little bit lighter. The Department of Justice is supporting a lawsuit. The lawsuit is in Maine, so there's a district in Maine that has no secular schools and the The rule in Maine is that we will if there's no public schools in uh in a district, we will help fund private schools. However, the only private schools that are there are religious schools. So there is a lawsuit saying, you need to help fund our religious schools because that's all that we have. And the Department of Justice is backing that lawsuit to force the state of Maine to pay tuition for their religious private high schools. Wow. The, The problem with this, if you haven't gone there already is Mm. something that devos has been doing a lot is pulling money out of the public sector and giving it to charter schools specifically giving as much money to private schools that have a conservative or religious bent so in this district there used to be public schools they have since closed so you have the public schools closing down because they can't keep enough money to support. And now you have the religious schools saying, well, if there's no public schools, you got to give us the money. And it's just going to turn our education system into a religious-based education system.
2: That's not a lighter topic, right?
0: Oh, it's lighter than going to a war with Iran. What?
2: Oh.
3: Mm, I don't Significantly. know.
1: Significantly. I think it's more of a lateral move. <laughs> I mean, like, the one is, is, is like, eminent destruction. This is just Long term. Uh, a slow crawl towards a
0: theocracy. Right. It's later.
1: Which is terrifying. But then it'd be like Iran versus Iran. <laughs> it would level the playing field for us.
0: You give me nobody right. to cheer for.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: Christian theocracy man. versus uh, Islamic theocracy, yeah.
1: Now, does this article enlighten me as to... Why the Department of Justice is involved?
0: Because that's been part of the Trump playbook. That's part of the directive is that the Department of Justice should be involved more in – I forget when it came to be, but it was under Sessions. Sessions came out Mm -hmm. and gave directives as to anything that involves freedom from religion, you need to – or freedom of religion, you need to send that to me, and then I'll decide whether or not we get involved. It's a directive from the Trump administration to make sure that the DOJ gets involved more heavily in not just education, but in religious efforts.
2: And what do they they what do they they file um, briefs on the part of the um, the families, basically, just it, this it seems
1: them. OK, I guess. I mean, but they're the hmm, hmm. that seems inappropriate.
0: It is. It if,
1: is. <laughs> if they if they were a private institution doing this, I'd be like, okay, they're the anti-ACLU, but the Department of Justice, mm. surely they can't do that. I mean, y- y- yes, I realize they're doing it, and I realize I sound like my dear friend and greatest and oldest nemesis, Jared, but they can't actually do that, can they? They are.
3: <sighs> Wait, do I get to play the part of Ian? Yes, they you will. You could. Ian.
1: <laughs> clearly clearly it just seems shocking to me like like it it seems like a real straightforward like law situation that's why you know when everybody's has all this buzz about the, oh if trump loses he's just not going to leave office and i'm like no that can't be a thing that's a, he can't just stop he's just a private citizen then someone walks in throws cuffs on him and drags him out by his hair no nope. like that's <laughs> that that can't that can't be a concern but now i hear things like this like, really the department of justice because private schools are like mm, you got to give us the money got to give us the uh god the recycled tires for our playground
3: yep. gosh it's the why? donkey it's the donkey rule no, there's, oh, there's, there's nothing no rule <laughs> say you can't do it ah, sure
1: <laughs> not, there is nothing in the rule book that says airbud can't play basketball right <laughs> Oh, and you. Well, we all know how successful that franchise was. So, and everybody, I guess this is it. and
3: everybody just sits around with their fucking dicks in their hands, going, "Oh, okay, I, yeah, I guess so." Like, I don't,
1: <laughs> no one knows what the answer is, Jared. Why won't you tell us what the answer is? The answer is
3: just be a fucking reasonable human being. You go no, you can't. No, no you can't do no, this. That's,
1: that is not the answer. <laughs> putting faith in mankind is not the answer. There's a bunch, a bunch, and by a bunch I mean the majority. Of just double-digit IQs running around making rules for us.
3: Oh, God. Our lives are in these people's hands.
0: Mm. Yep. Get out and vote. <laughs> Early, and often. Right. <laughs> What's up? Early and often. What's that?
2: Early and often.
0: Yeah. All right. On to some actual lighter stuff. This is actually good news. I Well, I don't know. The first one we're going to maybe. Quebec. <laughs> Quebec bans public servants from wearing religious clothing and symbols. In a vote, 73 to 35, the, uh, the government voted on Sunday to ban teachers, police officers, government lawyers, judges, and other public servants in a position of authority from wearing clothing, symbol, jewelry, ornamentation, accessory, or headgear that is in connection with a religious conviction or belief, or can be reasonably considered as referring to religious affiliation.
3: Hmm. Correct. Interesting. So you that can't even wear a, you can't even wear a cross around your neck. Nope, or a yarmulke, no. or a hijab, correct, or, correct.
2: or a Sikh turban. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Good.
0: yeah. Critics of the law say it will effectively ban Muslim Sikhs and Jewish people from holding positions of authority because they're not going to take off something that they adhere to so deeply.
3: I'm not sure how I feel about this. Yeah, it, it's it's walking a line.
2: I mean, I think I I think I support it.
3: <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I do.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh oh. I mean, I- this is all sounding right though, because <laughs> I'm very pro this law. Karen's right on the edge. Yeah. Jared's kind of on the other side. That's what I like. <laughs> so well, it makes me it makes a- me feel normal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what were you gonna say, right? I was. I kind of like it. I like the idea. I like the spirit that I think that they had. <laughs> However, I am. Way more for personal freedom than I am for secularism. I mean, I definitely am a secularist and I I definitely don't want religion in my courts or in my, you know, education. Or I really don't like to see police officers wearing religious paraphernalia. That's one of the scariest things. That's like stuff of nightmares for me. Or judges, for that matter. But oh,
3: yeah, that's bad news.
0: Mm. But personal freedom is being hurt by this law in my opinion
2: well and it could be so i wear a uh an a on a chain around my neck all the time and people ask me what it stands for and sometimes i answer them <laughs> but i mean theoretically you could extend it to that too so i would not be able to wear my a because it is some people would say religious
1: no but that that no reasonable person would say that
2: agreed but again it's always the and the law slope.
1: clearly says reasonably <laughs> sure
3: Didn't we just establish that (laughs) humans are not reasonable? (laughs) They are (laughs) dum-dums. I mean, look, in a perfect world, you would be able to wear your religious paraphernalia and not have it affect your judgment while you were in this job. Mm -hmm. I understand that's probably not true, but it might be true for someone. And if you honestly, like in a chic situation, like you really can't leave the house without that, right? Right. Right. Uh, You are kind of limiting there. I don't know. I'm going to say no. I'm against it. Even though I'm also in the stance that none of you should be wearing these dumbass things because they mean nothing. (laughs) See, yeah, that's where I'm at. (laughs) Could you imagine having to follow a rule like that? That you could not leave the house with a certain piece of clothing on. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like bottoms? Like, well, but you theoretically could walk out with like, well, I guess, well,
1: I don't know. Physically, you could. Physically, they could. But right. there are going to be repercussions. Well,
3: yes, there are going to be repercussions, but not the kind of repercussions they're looking at. They're not going to get arrested for not wearing that. No, and they're going to get worse, in their opinion. And they're right, but I'm saying like they they could they could go out throughout the day. Maybe somewhere down the line, their God will punish them, you know. But He's not going to smite them the moment they set foot outside the door, you know. Whereas you might, you know. If you got to your car, good to you without your pants on, Ian, and then from wherever you need to go to there.
1: But oh, the, I could get to my car.
3: <laughs> but the clock's ticking. I mean, listen, today I I went out of the house. I was like, oh, my God, you know what? I'm not going to put a shirt on. I just put my hoodie on over that and didn't wear a T-shirt and just walked out. And sure. the, the laziness factor just must be so hard for these people to be like, oh, man, I need milk. Ah, oh, fuck it just wrap this goddamn thing around yeah. their head, get it all fucking perfect. Get out to their car, drive over, and the stores closed. <laughs> <laughs> so many rules. Hmm. But anyway, uh back to the other thing. um I- I'm, I'm I Judge Jarrett has made a ruling. No, yeah, this is not right. You
0: can't you can't do this. Are, Are you still th- in dissent there Ian?
3: I don't know. I've got
1: it's 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 something that needs to be thought on. Hmm. This is this is only affecting Public employees in positions of authority. Am I correct?
0: That is how I read it, yes. Okay. Um, It does say that uh, current employees who already wear such items will be be grandfathered in. So they won't (laughs) lose their job. But But, they cannot be promoted if they continue to wear the items.
2: I mean, I guess police officers, judges, for for people that have a uniform, I think I'm, I'm on board. For people that don't have a uniform... I'm less on board.
1: Hmm. Tell me why there's a line.
2: Because a uniform is there for a reason. I mean, a judge wears a, wears a, a uniform of the robes to designate his authority. A police officers okay. are the same thing. They, they I mean, part of it's utility, but part of it is also is to just make it clear from first glance who that person is and the position that they hold. So adding in personal things to the uniform, I could say we could make the argument. That should not be included. Whatever the personal thing is. You can add, you know, patches for your bowling team. So why would you be able to wear a piece of religious paraphernalia? (laughs) Reasonable. uh, Teachers and, and lawyers, it gets a little gray for me there.
0: Again, I have a problem with, say, I go to court and I look up and I see this guy in the black robe, but in front of the robe, there is a large white cross. Mm. I am immediately way more scared than I was, whatever my reason for being in that courtroom.
3: Especially when they bring that Bible out in front of you. Yeah. However,
0: again, Mm. personal freedom. So I kind of, I'm leaning with Karen is what I'm saying, is if you you wear that robe, you want to wear a cross under it and I don't see it? Sure. Yeah. Okay, whatever. But you wear it out front. Now, suddenly, I'm thinking you're a Christian judge, mm. not you're a judge.
3: Right. I got a question for you. Hmm. Hypothetical. Alternate universe. You're framed for murder. <laughs> the evidence is really stacked against you. <laughs> and you're going up and you're about to testify on your behalf. And they put that Bible in front of you. And you have that same judge with the white cross and everything like that. You put your hand on that Bible and swear, or do you pull
0: out your A card? I. I would hope that I would would not. I would hope that I... So I have had the, the swearing on a Bible, and I did not, and the judge was fine with it, but he did not have the big cross or <laughs> right. anything like that. So I, I would hope that I wouldn't change just because of fear. But, you know, until you're in that situation, it's really hard to know. Yeah,
1: I'm going to say that you don't change, because I feel like at this point in the case... You're already pretty convinced that you're sunk, mm. so you figure you might as well go down <laughs> with a little bit of dignity intact.
3: Well, say, all right, uh, say you and your lawyer have a have a very tricky plan in place that could probably get you off if the judge allows a certain series of questions or whatever. You know, the judge could overrule and say because obviously the judge is not going to decide your fate; the jury is. Okay, this is get out of here. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got you've gone mad. I
1: feel like I feel like this this line of questioning can be answered has been answered on the show before, and it was the. Would you become Kellyanne Conway for enough money? And Ray and Karen were a hard
3: pass, and I was an absolutely twenty times over. <laughs> well, that was different. That was for money. This is this is for the rest of your life being in prison. Mm. <laughs> even even more so. Right. I, well, I, I would, knew
1: your answer. I would answer. swear you on fuck, a stack of twenty bibles. Yeah, I know that.
3: You fucking marry the Bible, right? There. <laughs> yeah, I, would.
1: I would.
0: Yeah, I would. I would hope that it would come off with the same my same answer no matter what, but. I don't know. I at, at this point in my life, I would say that it's highly likely that I, I would give the same answer in either either kind of scenario.
3: Well, I, again, I, I partly I'm asking because I, I told you guys I watched that uh, when they see us mm. on Netflix about the Central Park Five. And a mm. lot of opportunities for this one kid to just at his parole hearing to be like, just admit what you did. Do you own up to the fact of what you did? And the kid kept saying, I'm innocent. And they're like, guess what? Go back to prison. You know, at what point do you just go, fuck it, yeah, whatever, yeah, I did. I mean, they did admit it when they were kids, but, you know, so I'm just.
2: That's in a lot of parole hearings. They actually, one of the things that they look for is that you are sorry for what you did and you're contrite.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And, yeah, that's hard to do if you actually didn't do anything. I don't know whether he did or not. I I don't know the details of the case other than what was in the news.
3: He did it. He did. Okay. <laughs> so that's why you you just like, oh man, you mm. know. At what point do you just go fuck it? Yes, please, just let me out of here. Oh, I don't know. That's a good question.
1: I don't. Is there a point where it can't get any worse? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, yeah. Again, I, I de- I'm not. I'm I'm with Karen. I I didn't see the documentary. I don't know the case, and I don't know the scenario. Like up until this person's already in prison. Yeah. Been in prison for years. Oh, uh, and and. In order to get out on parole. Compromising his principles can get him out, is what you're saying? Yes. Oh, then yeah, of course. I thought you meant like up until that. I was like, no, 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 never admit guilt. No matter how guilty you are, never admit (laughs) guilt. Make the police do their job.
3: No, no, no. Not only that, the kid was getting beat on a regular basis by other inmates. inmates And the guards were allowing it because he, of course, supposedly had raped a white woman. And... I don't know if it was just sheer tenacity or just stupidity that the kid kept saying, but I didn't do it. <laughs> so he wasn't all, but the, he, he wasn't. No, he didn't do it. Oh, he did not do it. No, they were all innocent. But this kid. Oh, well, I, then you got to then you got to take that to, to your dying breath. So you would stay in prison on principle getting beaten every day? If I was. If I you're innocent. Conti- yes. Really? Yes. Well, I mean, that's easy to say without getting the beatings every day.
1: Yeah, for sure but I would like to believe yes.
2: I did. I mean, I read a little bit about this case. Not that long ago, there was all of the kids were involved in a, it's not a riot, but a shenanigans. They're, they
3: were wilding out. Yes. Yes. But they didn't, I mean, listen, without getting into specifics of the story, sure. but yeah, they dragged in about 25 kids for the wilding out thing. And then later on that night, they found the woman raped and one of the investigators was like, Hey, wait a minute. It pro- might've been one of these kids. Don't mm-hmm. let any of them go. Because they were going to let all the kids out to family court. Sure. And then the police just sat there, and waited f- as parents did stupid things or didn't show up, and they zeroed in on these five kids because the parents either let the let them be interviewed or didn't get or didn't lawyer up or whatever. Mm. And that's how they came to these five. These five kids didn't even know each other
2: mm.
3: up until this point. They were just not
2: the last five kids to be picked up. Nice.
3: Right. I mean, <laughs> the 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 last last kid that they got. He wasn't even draw. he wasn't even brought in for this. He went down there with his friend. Wow. Because his friend got brought in and he fell asleep in the waiting room when the when the friend's mother came and got him. And then they woke him up and they're like, hey, we got one more. Oh. And then of course they really put the screws at his kid and like roughed I mean again, I don't know how much of the story is true, but mm. in, in this version of the story, he got roughed up. Then he went on tape, admitted the whole fucking thing, and he was sixteen, so where the all the other kids got to go to Juvie, they threw his ass at the Rikers. Wow. And he's the one that they kept asking him to admit what he did wrong. And he was, again, he wasn't the smartest kid in the world. Hmm. So I, I, I don't know if he was just being proud to be like, no, I didn't do it. Or he's just like, I don't get it. Why are you telling me to say this? I didn't do it. You know, who knows? But
0: hmm. it has long been the uh, the people trying to get confessions in the Crusades. Yes. It was, you know, rampant. Sure. If you confess, mm, yeah. we'll make it a little easier on you.
1: Right. I'm with Ray. An admission of guilt gets you nothing. Yeah.
0: Right. Especially if a 16-year-old. I mean, they're impressionable children. All right, um, last couple of things, real quick, because we're we're running long. Um, I just wanted to give a shout out to Greece, because they are getting rid of their blasphemy law. Mm. Uh, when I, when I was in Greece, I, uh, I it was very aware of the undercover religious police who would just walk around the touristy areas. And make sure that everybody was obeying their blasphemy laws. Hmm. They were, quote unquote, undercover. They were clearly watching people. I mean, it was obvious that you were being surveilled. Hmm. It's, it was kind of creepy. So I'm really glad they're getting rid of it. Congratulations. I didn't think the, the Orthodox Greek church would ever let that happen. But July 1st, blasphemy law will be no more.
2: Is it a are they Christian?
0: Yes. Okay. Yes.
2: I didn't know if Greece was a predominantly Christian country. I guess that kind of makes sense geographically, but, yeah.
0: Yes, the Greek Orthodox
1: The Greek Orthodox Church is not something you've heard of prior to just I, now? I, I have, but I didn't know that the country
2: was Christian.
1: Oh, yeah, that, that's the country. Okay. Yeah. The only way this story is going to be awesome, if the twist is the blasphemy laws targeted ancient Greek religions. <laughs> oh, so they're oh, like, we're going to get awesome. rid of those. You you can talk as much smack about Zeus as you want now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That would be nice,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a couple of cases in the article that were, that were mentioned. One was that there was a guy whose name was being made fun of, a monk named Father Pasios. The guy had, a, uh, had said something about the guy's name, and it referenced pasta, calling him Patsitios, which apparently is the word for pasta. And uh, he got two years for making fun of a monk's name. Mm. Wow. So, and then there were blasphemy charges filed against the producers of a movie that depicted Jesus and the apostles as gay. That, okay, that's blasphemy. Again, <laughs> uh, victimless crime, which I, they shouldn't be prosecuted for. But, it's it, it, as opposed right. to some of the <laughs> other countries we talked about where they have blasphemy law and they don't really do anything about it. No, Greece actually does things about it.
1: Yeah, wow, those are just two very just polar opposites. Like, one... <laughs> yeah. Once, like avert blasphemy again what you're right should not face any consequences but i mean this playing it right out on front street the other one was <laughs> monk sally sensitive got his feelings yeah. hurt and put someone in prison for two years because someone called him pasta <laughs> pasta that's not that's that could be flattering
3: maybe he's
0: not a big fan of carbs <laughs> maybe uh, f- Finally, a Christian TV host, Rick Wiles, has claimed that meatless burgers are a satanic plot to rewrite human DNA to create a race of soulless creatures. Apparently, he feels that if you don't eat beef in your hamburgers, um, you become soulless. It alters human DNA, your children, and you become soulless, and you can no longer worship God. So... (laughs) I
3: don't know. That's just that's just science. <laughs> <laughs> this hamburger controversy on both sides is is thoroughly confusing the fuck out of me. All right? I, and for some reason all week all I've been hearing about is what this dipshit said, right? And remember Sebastian Gorka again mm-hmm. mentioned in this when he said that's what Stalin wanted was to take away your hamburgers <laughs> because because yep. You didn't hear this? When he said no. that, he said that in a speech, because uh, it re- uh, referring to the Green New Deal, which, by the way, doesn't mention anything about no. hamburgers in it. Doesn't. It was all because AOC said something about maybe don't have a burger every day, have one every other day or something to that effect. Yeah. <laughs> because cow farts are destroying the atmosphere. <laughs> um. So, so on that one hand, I'm hearing this and I'm like, what is the big fucking deal? Are you so afraid of change that you're latching on the fucking hamburgers now?
0: <laughs> right, same
3: same thing with this guy. Like, what is this guy getting out of this hamburger thing?
0: I don't know. It's, Does he have stock big, in
3: the beef industry? Yeah, I mean, is big beef a big donator to his church? Now, here on the other hand, I've been hearing about meatless burgers for the past two weeks now, and how great the Impossible Burger is, and how great the other one is—I forget the name of it—and I'm like, well, wait a minute, are, are we are, are we looking for a beef alternative? For some reason, I, yeah, because the cow farts destroying the air. All well, that and and
1: eating the it.
2: rainforests and uh, fatty be- hamburger tends to be very fatty, and it's not good for you.
1: Yeah, doesn't didn't eating hamburgers cause Alzheimer's? Oh, what? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to pepper in some pseudoscience.
2: <laughs> I think there's a prion thing going on in there somewhere, but I don't know. <laughs>
0: I think there's a big argument because uh, the the cruelty to animals the yeah. the idea that the mass amounts of of cows cause changes in global warming which sure there's a, there it's a factor but could, we have so many other things that we could worry about as far as global warming is concerned. If you want uh, cruelty to animals sure I understand. Keep them in a nice place, let them you know, not just be in a cage their entire lives. Kill them quick and then give it to me on a bun. I'm mm. fine with that. And well, if you does- if you like your non beef burger, good for you. And maybe eventually someone will make one that's really good. I have not had. Yeah, one
3: yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that th- you shouldn't investigate a a meatless burger for people who want burgers and don't eat meat. That's fine. I like meat, and let's face it, meat is good for human beings. It's not bad for you. Right, in moderation, right? that was the key. Yes. Well anything anything in moderation. But yeah. so but like it seems like the people who are like like I was saw an interview with the guy who invented the Impossible Burger was he's like no this is going to replace fucking burgers one day. And I was like wait a minute. Wh- why? First of all, I also learned a very interesting thing about cows that if we weren't using them for beef, they would probably be dead by now. Mm. Oh 100%. Oh yeah, because if, we, if, yeah. if, if, if people all died today
1: Cows would become extinct by the end of the week, yeah. <laughs> and everything else everything else would flourish
2: right the current cow that we have bred is not something that lives in the wild it, no it doesn't survive. there are no you know wild cows anywhere. there are wild animals that are the precursor to our current cows, but that's a different creature. It's just like our our, our Pekingese and our and our miniature poodles. They're not going to survive in the wild if we let them back out.
0: <laughs> Nor should they. <laughs> Nor
2: should they. <laughs> now, the German shepherds will probably be fine, but they're a little closer to the original animal. So
1: Yeah. yeah? <laughs> the golden retrievers will dominate professional sports.
3: <laughs> It'll be the only sports going. <laughs> all
2: right, the only thing I'm going to add in about this food thing is moderation in all things, and I think they're – is an argument for, um, eating local foods, for eating, not eating foods out of factory farms. I mean, they pump them full of chemicals. They're full of antibiotics. It's not as healthy a way to raise meat as, um, the, you know, the local farmer who just keeps his animals healthy because he treats them well. That's a different thing. So I, I, I ha- I'm on board with the argument of eating local. I think that makes sense. Sure. But- Okay. That's not, the same now, as- not
1: to drag out the show too far mm. because of my own ignorance, but I hear a lot of that and, and I want you to, not you, but anybody to explain to me why I'm opposed to what I'm about to eat having taken antibiotics. Why do I want bacteria riddled meat?
3: Bacteria is good for you. <clears throat>
2: Well, that's a big part of it, yeah. The the problem is <laughs> that if you feed animals antibiotics all the time, the only thing that survives in them are the things that are antibiotic resistant. So what ah. is left is really bad for you. That's why you okay. have E. coli outbreaks.
1: Okay. that's I like that. I can get on board with that. I'm going to
3: avoid packaging that says filled with antibiotic <laughs> meat. <laughs> but it- I mean, listen, when I was watching the video, all I kept thinking was – as I was watching, I go. I think the bun is worse for you than the fucking meat.
2: In a lot of cases, yeah. I mean, again, Amer- you know, white bread is is not a healthy thing. Uh, you know, actual you know wheat ground up and made into um, into uh, uh, bread is actually pretty good for you, but it's got the wheat germ in it, and it often had the germ fermented in it, and that is actually healthier for you. So things like sourdough bread, I think, this is related to that. But American bread is not healthy at all. <laughs> The only reason that it lasts on your shelf for a month is because it's not really wheat anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It shouldn't last that long. It should last, like, three days. That's it. I
3: don't know. I'm so carb crazy, you know, that I'm just like, the bread's killing you, asshole. Just (laughs) eat the meat. (laughs) I'm like, the meat's not going to make you fat. The bread's going to make you fat.
2: (laughs) But, again, you you get bread from a local bakery way better for you. And there's a cost problem with that, because, you know, anything that's made local by hand is always going to be more expensive, but it really is better for you.
0: <laughs> that's why the cheap yeah, stuff don't... goes to the poor people.
1: Yes. Right, I was going to say, I, don't, I, don't, I need a whole other show to get into yeah. agricultural corruption. Yep. <laughs> but that is all accurate.
0: Alright, I think that's all we've got mm-hmm. time for. Woo! Uh, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially uh, Grinch and Jeff, who joined us here tonight. Uh, if you... Enjoy the podcast. You too could join us. Patreon.com slash Uh If you can't afford to do that, which, it you know, it's not much. You can do like a dollar a month. it would allow you to get in here. But if you can't, leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, or share the podcast on social media. Uh, again, you can do that. Contact us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash ProfaneArg, or you can tweet at ProfaneArg. Uh, finally, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network soon to be named network.com you can find all the other shows on the network podcasts for your listening pleasure i want to thank everyone for listening and until next time i'm ray i'm karen i'm jared this is ian thank you good night and may your god go with you